Alright, alright, alright. So, I wanted to talk about one last little snidbit diving into, say, the comic book movie realm or something relating to Marvel or DC. I've been doing a lot of that lately. But another thing I have also done is I've sat down and kind of put together a little list of some things I still want to talk about that I've been watching over the last couple of months and just haven't gotten around to um, putting them on the list because other things or putting them up on the podcast, making entries for them because other things have popped up in between makes me want to do those things first. So what I'm going to do now is I'm going to talk about the last comic booky movie DC Marvel-y related thing. And then from then, I'm going to take a nice break from all of that for a while. I think the only other thing I would probably do would be the Justice League Snyder Cut, which I will probably do, what is it, four days it comes out? So I might not do that for at least a week, just so I can give myself some time, spread out these other entries I want to do. And I want to get into this last bit, which is I want to talk about Swamp Thing. Now... That was a show made specifically for the DC Universe uh, streaming service. It was released around the same time as, say, uh, Titans and then Doom Doom Patrol right after. And I gotta say, I don't know exactly where the DC Universe is right now, but they were doing really good with these TV shows. And I know that the CW has the rights to a lot of it, and what they've done with Arrow... And what I've seen of some of The Flash. I haven't seen them all. I'm very behind. I do know Arrow ended this year or last year. But I have to catch up on all of that. Uh, What I do see is I do see that they're doing really well. And another extension of that is what they were doing on the DC Universe. Which was Titans, which has two seasons. And they're working on the third one right now. And the Titans show is really, really good. Uh, I haven't gotten a chance to sit down with Doom Patrol yet, but I hear that's got a second season working on, or that came out, I'm not 100% certain. Um, But another extension of that, which is they were trying to create all this original content, was Swamp Thing. And I finally got to sit down with it about a month ago, and it's really quick, it's only 10 episodes, and it doesn't feel like it's not enough or too much. Like, none of the storyline feels like there's any sort of uh, filler episodes or there's any sort of bloated information to make it stretch to 10 episodes everything seems to fit pretty well and I've been kind of a secret Swamp Thing fan not like the hugest but like it is something that I find that doesn't get enough attention and that relates back to the first film that they did back in the 80s and I remember watching that film as a kid and that was one of my favorite films you know I used to repeat three or four movies back-to-back. It was like Willow, um, uh, Sword in the Stone, which is the Disney version of King Arthur, and a couple of others, but Swamp Thing was one of them. I used to love the first Swamp Thing. And as I got older and I watch them again, I still find enjoyment in that. They came out with a sequel for that called Return Return of the Swamp Thing. Not as good. Definitely not the... (laughs) not, Not living up to the expectations of the first one. Uh, very out there. Definitely better when it comes to, say, monster creation. But story-wise, it's just... It's bananas. If you haven't seen those two original movies from the 80s, and you watch The Swamp Thing, and you want to kind of look back to what The Swamp Thing has progressed to, watch those original two from the 80s and really see where it came from. 
And the first one is great. The first one will always be the best in my mind. But this show definitely lives up to it. Like, I think it's done very well. I think they progressed the story in such a way that makes it dark, which is exactly what Swamp Thing is supposed to be. It makes it interesting. And it really dives deep into, say, like, the humanity that relates to Swamp Thing. So let me give you a little bit of a of a backstory. And I'm not going to spoil anything that isn't already known. And if it's not, then Swamp Thing's been around for years. If I'm spoiling something for you, you know, I mean, I don't know what to tell you. But the origins of Swamp Thing is essentially there's a scientist who's basically, like... Uh, a botanist, which is a, a plant-orientated scientist who goes to the swamps in Louisiana and he wants to try to find something like that's wrong with the vegetation. There's different variations of how that story kind of progresses, but the point is, is that there's this good guy scientist who's working for basically the bad guy. He doesn't realize it until he's, until it's too late. And while he's doing his experiments, he gets into an accident and... He dies in the swamp, but because of, like, some sort of chemicals that are mixed in with the swamp as well, or mixed in with him, he becomes part of the swamp. He becomes infused with it. And knowing that Swamp Thing takes place in the same universe as uh, all the DC storylines, it's very correlated to the idea of, say, either... Uh, dark entities or dark magic and there's a lot of spirituality around it where it comes to the idea that the forest not the forest the swamp is alive and now swamp thing is this extension he's he's an appendage of the uh of the swamp and he's kind of its defender and he's basically like good guy poison ivy think of it like that and if poison ivy exists in the same world as Swamp Thing, so that's how you get, you get that correlation. And, you know, the show really does push the envelope of how, like, the humanity is, and how, like, he's not really human anymore, and he struggles with not being human, and how much he wants he wants to be human again. And he has, you know, not really a love interest, but more like the only human connection that he has with the human world again, and she's trying to help him, and, of course, that's really difficult because... He's technically dead, you know? So it, 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 ba- it balances a lot with uh, using what makes Swamp Thing Swamp Thing very, very well. It definitely uses all of the very key points, and it doesn't seem like it's overdone, and it doesn't seem cliche. It's just very... It's a very well-told story, and there's a few things that happen in the background that also pump up the story, but one of the best things is just... That, the look of of Swamp Thing is fantastic. And the actor who's playing Swamp Thing, not just the the scientist before Swamp Thing, it's two different actors. So there's an actor who plays the scientist, and when he becomes Swamp Thing, it's a different actor. That actor is Derek Myers. For those who don't know who Derek Myers is, he's been in the industry for a little over 20 years, and he's really big in in the the horror genre so he's been in films like uh both of the the hills have eyes reboots he's been in uh predators he's been um what else has he been in i think he's been in hatchet one of the hatchet movies i believe he's been in but one of his very key point one of his very key um roles in most of these films and in the horror genre was that he played jason voorhees in the Friday the 13th remake from 2009 or 2008. And 
he's he's just he's part of that legacy now. And of course he's that he has other roles as well in all various different movies. Nothing that's really leading except for say Swamp Thing. And that's not his only cameo, I guess you can say, or only role that he's played in say the DC the DC or Marvel universe. He's also been in Agents of Shield. He's also been in the Flash TV show and he played Swamp Thing in the Legends of Tomorrow uh, episode, Crisis on Infinite Earths. And because that's the thing, they were trying to correlate all of these shows across the networks. It was meant to be whatever CW is doing is meant to match and exist almost in the same world or on the same time lane or frequency as everything that was happening in Swamp Thing. And this connection with all these shows was so good. And it's really unfortunate that this show isn't moving forward. As far as I can tell, there was an issue that popped up when it came to where they were filming. There was there was a thing that happened after the filming. Because what happens is when production companies rent out areas to film they give that state or that location some kind of write-off, I believe it is. There's some kind of tax write-off that a, that a state or, a, or an area gets when you allow Hollywood to do filming or something. Like, some, they get paid in some way, shape, or form. Something was happening with the translation of money between hands or something with the taxes not working out, and then for some reason they lost their deal... And that's what led to the cancellation of the second season, or what would have been the second season of Swamp Thing. And it sucks is because it's one of those shows that wasn't written to stop. So when you watch it and you get to the last episode, you know there's supposed to be more. They set it up for more. And I don't know if we're ever going to get anything again. What I am hoping is that now that HBO Max has kind of picked up on a lot of that, like, I believe a lot of the DC Universe original content is getting brought over to the HBO Max side... Because I feel like they have a bigger catalog that way, and adding that just adds it to a wider pool to get actual views from. If that's the case, maybe they can redo it and then do it in a different location and try to make another deal. I don't know, but it's just very, very upsetting that this show ended so abruptly. And that's the unfortunate thing is because I can't really talk about too much else. Ooh, excuse me. I can't really talk about too much else besides that because it's only 10 episodes and they're not ridiculously long. You get a good 45, 55 minutes, you know, hour and 10 minutes, you know, sometimes. And again, it doesn't feel like there's any filler content. Everything feels very organic. Everything feels like it belongs. And you got to give it some, some time to really like show you where it's all going because it's piecing together puzzles and you don't see the whole picture until the puzzle's put together but every single scene with swamp thing just get it it got me so giddy like i felt like i was a 10 year old again watching swamp thing for the first time in that and that horrible 80s film and i had that feeling i went and during that first episode, after you see him become Swamp Thing, and then into the second episode, where you see him in full form for the first time, and every episode that progresses after that, you see more and more of him, and you see his actual strength and the powers they're giving him, and you see the character develop, it's just done so, so well. It has very, very good storytelling concepts to it, and it really sucks that we're not going to get any more of it. Uh, but we are getting more Titans, and... Hopefully, I believe I've seen that Derek Myers says he's more than willing to do it, so maybe if they ever wanted to do, say, a live-action 
Dark Justice League, which if you don't know what that is, you can check out my other uh, entry about the DCEU. They've done two movies about the Dark Justice League, which is basically instead of Batman and all of the Justice League that we know, it's Batman and John Constantine and uh, not Huntress, the magician. Oh, why can't I remember her name? Uh, it's going to bother me. Um, Dead Man, who's a, uh, who's a superhero ghost. Uh, and Swamp Thing. Swamp Thing's in the Dark Justice League as well, and he's in both films. And his animated version is very good. And I believe it's Derek Myers voicing the, the Swamp Thing for that. I believe so. I might be wrong about that. But either way, if you haven't like sat down with this show and you want something that's like of DC nature and something that's a good show that you can just binge... I'm going to tell you, you are going to be disappointed when you get to the end because you're going to want more. And unfortunately, at this point, we're not getting any more. But it is still worth sitting through. It gets my recommendation, especially uh, coming from a person who actually digs Swamp Thing. You know, if you're not a person who likes Swamp Thing, maybe this will kind of bring you bring him into your radar, almost. It'll give you more of a storyline that can kind of be like, okay, this is something that's worthwhile. Why aren't they doing more of this? And that's how I look at it. It's just, it's worthwhile. Why aren't they doing more? Same thing with the Constantine show. Like, that guy only got one season, and I think that would have went places, because John Constantine is just as good as a, a good of a character, and they all exist in the same world, and it's just, they, they, they should be given more. They should be given more. So... That's how I feel. I, like I said, give it a shot. It's probably going to pop up on HBO Max if you have that. Uh, if not, you know your ways of watching things. So give it a chance. If you're looking for something to binge between, say, WandaVision or uh, what's the other one? Falcon and the Winter Soldier. That's coming out soon, too. I'll probably watch that. But like I said at the beginning, I'm not going to give that an entry until much later. I have some other things I want to talk about, and I definitely have to get them out of the way.